0: You're listening to The Parting Shot with H. Allen Scott.
1: I love a character actor. You know the one, the actor, you may not know their name, but when you see them, you know it's going to be good because you've seen them in other things, you know? But every once in a while, one of those character actors steps into the spotlight and becomes a star in their own right. I'm thinking about actors like Paul Giamatti or Sarah Paulson or Octavia Spencer. Well, Carrie Preston is about to join their ranks in her new CBS drama series, *Elsbeth*. If you don't know who Carrie Preston is, that's okay, that's why I'm here. So, she's best known for her role as Arlene Fowler in HBO's True Blood, which I was obsessed with. You may have also seen her in the TNT series Claws, which I was also obsessed with. (laughs) And beyond that, you've seen her in a ton of films like To the Bone, They, Them, and most recently, the Oscar-nominated The Holdovers, which was one of my favorite films of last year. That said, there are two films that I am fully like I first saw her in and I just became like, who is this woman? The first one is one of her early appearances. She's not in it a lot, but it is one of my favorite Carrie Preston moments. She plays to do the bridesmaid cousins in my best friend's wedding. You know, the they look like twins and one of them gets stuck to the ice sculpture doing something very inappropriate. It's really funny. Uh, And the other film that I really do love her in and I really just fell in love with is Transamerica. It's a wonderful little gem of a film and she's incredible in it and you really should just go check it out. It's from the early aughts, but it's definitely worth it. However, if you've ever watched CBS's The Good Wife or its spinoff, The Good Fight, then you're very familiar with her character Elsbeth, the quirky legal mind who certainly lives life to the beat of her own drum, if you will. Well, this much-loved character is getting the star treatment with their very own show now. And it's much deserved. I mean, she won an Emmy for playing this character on The Good Wife. And fans of this franchise are obsessed with Elsbeth, as am I. I chatted with Carrie about all of this and where the new series finds Elsbeth right now. I mean, she's in New York. It's a new city. It's She's not doing anything with lawyers. She's working with the police, which is wild. She's solving crimes, which... I wanna see Elizabeth solve these crimes. What I love about this new series is that it's similar to other great mystery drama shows like Monk or other fantastic CBS mystery shows, Uh, Murder, She Wrote, one of my personal favorites, I'm obsessed with Murder, She Wrote, and Columbo. Like it's it's drama, of course, and it's mystery, but there's something light about it. There's something entertaining about it. There's something, I don't know, it's just a different take on mystery, which is just really fun and something I wanna watch week after week. So let's get to it. Go on and grab a snack because I'll be right back with Carrie Preston.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas.
1: hello how are you
0: i am well how are you
1: i'm wonderful thank you it's so nice to meet you
0: nice to meet you
1: too we actually met years ago in new york city at some art gallery thing and i freaked out on you you wouldn't remember me trust me but i freaked (laughs) out on you because i had to tell you how much i loved you in transamerica this was like years ago and wow! So, yes, so we definitely, and I was the only one talking about Trans America, which made me very proud of myself because everyone else was talking about True Blood, which I have a question about that later on, but we'll get to that.
0: Okay, cool. Let's, um, let's talk about both of those because I, I, I would love to. Yes,
1: yeah. of course. So it is so exciting. I have been, as you know, as I just said, been following your career for a very long time. I've been a fan for a very Sounds long like time, it. and I have been eager. For you to lead to be a lead to be in the name of something for so long so i want to know how does this moment feel for you because this is really kind of your first big leading project right
0: yes yes i mean i've played leads in movies you know indie movies and things um that you know my mom and maybe four other people have seen um so i've had that experience of doing that but not at this level not on a television show i mean look i've been on some great tv shows i, I have a career that i am extremely proud of mm-hmm. um but you know i i always wanted to you know do this i'm a huge fan of television and i've always wanted to have you know a cricket see what that feels like to, to, to lead a show yeah and i you know never would have dreamt that it would be this character even though people were calling for it you know along the way Mm -hmm. we you know i started playing this character 14 years ago
2: yeah
0: um and then you know all uh, as the character was was developing along the way you know fans or critics or people like you reporters people like um who are just you know fans of 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 television would say, oh, well, we, we should give her a spinoff, a spinoff. And I would I would go, oh, that, that sounds good. But, you know, they don't get spinoff to, <laughs> you know, the the sidekick or yeah. they don't get spinoffs to, you know, women who are over a certain age in this industry. Um, and so, the fact that we've gotten to this place and not only is it a character that I've played before, they've dropped her into a totally new genre.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it's not this legal show. It's this police procedural Mm -hmm. with Elizabeth Caffione dropped down in the middle of it like a fish out of water. And as soon as Robert and Michelle King came up with that idea, it really blew. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like, oh, okay. They knew from the beginning, we're writing a network show. We're not writing a streamer. We're writing a network show writing something that's going to follow the structure of your, you know, the Columbo or, mm-hmm. you know, murder, she wrote, whatever Ugh. monk, even, you know, yeah. just those kinds of things, you know, that, uh, that, that, we have this, this unconventional person who's solving these crimes.
2: Yeah.
0: And you can't get uh, more unconventional than Elspeth Tafioni in the way her brain works. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And so then to, to, uh, to, take what what was really kind of a the flavor some spice you know to the meal and then now make her the the main course yeah um it's you know a, a little daunting yeah um but extremely thrilling and because i've been doing this for a long time i feel like i'm more prepared for it than I would have been in my 20s when I, you know, was just sort of dreaming about it, you yeah. know, I, and I didn't have the, the, the history of, you know, having been doing this for so long, having, you know, struggled at times, having seen people, you know, who are leads of shows that, you know, maybe took it for granted yeah. and going, gosh, I, I hope I, if i get to that situation i will never do that and you know so here i am and so i really am approaching it with an extreme amount of gratitude Mm -hmm. and joy you know at all times yeah um
1: it's so exciting it's so exciting and also just like i mean from the beginning i mean i was a fan of the good wife and and just sort of from the beginning it it kind of the the people's response to the character was just so sort of rabid and so sort of like who is this person? How did they even fit? They didn't even fit in that show. How do they fit in this? Like she's so sort of out there. And I love that, that I kind of thought of it as sort of like a Jack and Karen situation. She's one of those characters that like is in their own world and doesn't quite exist within the real world, but is perfect in the real world at the same time. It's sort of strange
0: how, yes, it is. Yeah. How did you respond
1: to how people responded to this character?
0: Well, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, I, I, I'm an actor who, you know, I went. I, I studied acting for a long time. You know, I went to University of Evansville, which has a really strong uh, theater conservatory. And then I went to Juilliard and, you know, I did a lot of theater. I did a lot of text-based work, you know. And when this character came along, what was happening on the page was so extraordinary, really, for television because of what you just said. She was so unusual that I thought, wow, I can't believe they're going to let me do this. And then I brought, you know, my, my brand of, of clown (laughs) comedy, whatever you want to call it, um, to this role. And not only did they say, yes, they, they invited it back for more. And then they, you know, they kind of alchemy between the writing and, what i was doing just kept getting renewed and refreshed and changing along the way and people come up to me though um, on the street and say you are me mm-hmm. you're you don't understand that's me that's me or i work with elsa i know exactly that person mm-hmm. i know exactly you know or i feel exactly like your character i'm so happy to see your character people numerous times have said to me i named my child elsa <laughs> wow. you know i'm like okay well something's working there yeah you know yeah. something is working I mean, even there the name is
1: weird even the name
0: the name yes. is weird yes, <laughs> yes exactly exactly um yeah and we you know we kind of we kind of um lean into that a little bit in the series that the, the her name yeah. you know and, and how people like you, know, you have to kind of work hard to even say it yeah you know because the so people pronounced it you know el elspeth or elizabeth or yeah. elspeth or yeah you know, like they didn't even know how to do it and, and you know that's kind of the character right people mm-hmm. don't quite know what to do with her either yeah um and she knows that yeah she knows that she's not like the other kids but it's just that's who she is
1: that's who she is which is i mean such like a refreshing thing to 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 have in a character you know i mean i want to know what from, from when we last saw her, you know, years ago now, which is shocking mm-hmm. to think about, to, right. to now, how has she changed and evolved? What's different about this version of that we're going to see of her?
0: Well, I think uh, we're going to see her. Well, first of all, she's not in the legal world, yeah. right? So we're not going to be hearing her talking about legal, we're going to hear legalese. We aren't going to hear her talking about legal cases. She's a crime solver, you know, in this situation. And so, but she's coming at it with the same unorthodox brain. You know, she's coming at it where, you know, she will light on one detail and know from some kind of crazy intuition that she has. That that's going to be the key mm-hmm. and then hopefully the the what the audience is going to enjoy and what I certainly enjoy playing is seeing then how she uh takes that one thing and and builds on it and you know and hurt the, the frustrations that she comes up against when mm-hmm. something doesn't work and all that so the case I think just structurally the way the show is going to work the case that each episode deals with is going to be paramount. And then we're going to have some little side things, where I think we're going to start to get to know Elsa in a way that we haven't before. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we might, we might see her with a, with a friend, you know, and see yeah. like, what is it like to see her have a girl talk? Yeah. <laughs> what is Elsbeth girl talk like? Yeah. You know, we, we, we don't really get to, we saw little bits of that maybe, but, um, with diane but she worshiped diane so much you yeah. know on the good fight um so uh but i think mostly we're just going to see her um in this like not who done it but how done it mm-hmm. you know we're going to see elsa figuring that out yeah um yeah and and, and how do you find, unlocking it
1: how do you find because that's what's so exciting i think about the characters that for and this version of the characters that like we really get to see her in life, in real life, in all of the aspects of her life that maybe we only saw in sort of little bits in the past. And now, like you said, we get to see the girl talk or we get to see the the little moments. How do you, how do you, because I mean, I would imagine approaching, you know, as a, as a guest star on a show or as a supporting character on a show, there's probably a certain way in which you know, okay, I'm gonna play this character in a certain way. But when you're leading it and you're showing the full aspect of this character, how do you then as an actor sort of humanize her in a way cuz she has to be more humanized in this version like how do you find her in this version you know
0: yeah i do i understand what you're saying well i think um luckily she's pretty consistent as as a as a character you know and what i think the fun of the show is going to be is that the people around her are way more real mm. And they're in the kind of they're in the police procedural world of like law and order. And then, you know, she drops in like uh, Columbo or Monk or something like that in the midst of it. And so we we get to, you know, feel um, how you know, how that fish swims in those waters, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and how she, you know, interacts with them and how they respond to her and then how she is going to use the fact that nobody really wants to take in this kooky redheaded lady, um, or take her seriously. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, maybe she'll be able to use that, uh, to, to a good effect. Yeah. You know, um, so that she can, you know, figure out how to frame these, these, uh, white collar criminals.
1: Well, and that's to me what's so exciting about. I mean, I love sort of like the British mysteries, especially old school ones where each episode there's sort of a different mystery or crime or thing you have to figure out. And, no other network in the United States does it like CBS when it comes to and you're bringing up shows like Columbo and which I think was CBS and Murder, She Wrote, which I also think was CBS and like they do great mystery sort of like not suspenseful, but like who done it type shows and I love that you're in sort of the canon of these great sort of mystery solvers because this character fits so perfectly like you're saying with the monk types or with the those type of mystery solvers in a way and I wanted to know if like it being on a network makes it a, just a different type of acting experience for you, because I don't I don't think it could live anywhere else other than on CBS, to be honest.
0: I agree. I totally agree. And Robert and Michelle King, they set out to write a network show. Mm-hmm. They're brilliant writers and they have up late with the good fight and evil, you know, have lived in the streaming world where they have you know, you, you have a little more license, you know, you can, you can, it's, it's, it's a little, they can go a little darker um, and heavier, but they knew that Elsbeth is like, you know, this sparkling unicorn, you know? And so you, you can't go dark with her, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And I think nowadays uh, people are drawn to things that, bring joy and delight and levity into their lives. We're in a kind of a dark time, yeah. you know, right now. And there's challenging things. And I think there's, you know, something to be said for, can I just sit down for a moment yes. and be carried through something that brings me happiness mm-hmm. and makes me smile and make me think and you know is is fun to look at. And so they want to create this world and Jonathan Tolins, who's our showrunner now, want to create this world that is uh New York City through Elsbeth's eyes. Mm-hmm. The world through Elsbeth's eyes, crime through Elsbeth's eyes. And you know, Elsbeth these things through very rosy glasses and yeah. i think that that is a bit of a throwback to you know structure of another era mm-hmm. that i think people are attracted to right now and so i'm i'm grateful to be doing something like that it is exactly what i want to be doing as an artist and as a person mm-hmm. in my life right now yeah. you know it's is <laughs> is approaching everything with you know, gratitude and excitement mm-hmm. and passion and positivity.
1: Yeah. And it's a gift to us as a viewer, because I know I want that break. I want that break from my day to solve something Let's for me. Do it. Yes.
0: <laughs> yes. Exactly. And, and, you know, structurally you saw the pilot yeah. structurally, you know, we will, we will know the murderer. Yeah. You know, we'll the audience is going to, there's no mystery there, Yeah. but it, it you know, the mystery is, you know, how is, Elbeth going to figure out how to prove that the murderer did it, you know,
1: which is so exciting.
0: That's fun. You know, that's just really, I think fun. And we're going to have great guest stars. we have Stephen Moyer, Mm. you know, in the first one. And then we've got Jesse Tyler Ferguson now, Mm -hmm. and you know, it's going to continue that way. And in the same way that Columbo had the great guest yep. stars of the day, you I remember, know, and, I remember
1: Faye Dunaway winning an Emmy as a guest star on a Columbo thing. And I was just like, sure. This is glamorous. This is glamorous. Yes. <laughs> like, this is just glamour yes. TV, you know, yes. glamour <laughs> Yeah, glamour
0: TV. And I think that's the, the, you know, we're the network version of all of those things. Yeah. And I think it's, and you're right that CBS is definitely the company to do that. Cause that's, that's how they do it
1: best. Definitely. Well, I have two more questions for you. And one of them is also about a surprisingly comforting thing that I'm just loving people are loving your performance and just the film in general, the holdovers and how people are just sort of like, they're so excited about it. And I just wanted to quickly ask you, like, are you glad to be a part of that project? Because it brought me, I watched it three times over the holidays because it brought me so much joy and I thought it was so well done.
0: Again, again, this is something that has such a throwback to an earlier structure of filmmaking, of uh, yeah. storytelling, you know, I mean, first of all, Alexander Payne yeah. is one of our finest. Yeah. In my opinion, and probably in everybody else's. I mean, he really is, there's, you know, you can count on your hands the number of, of filmmakers that can can tell it can tell a story with that kind of care and precision. Mm-hmm. And also with a light touch and I think people are craving those kinds of things now. And when we were shooting it, I mean, I knew, I mean, I just came in and did my little things yeah. and I had such a great time because, you know, Alexander and David, who wrote the script, I mean, they had been working together on it for eight years, I think. Yeah. So, you know, and then he does such meticulous prep that by the time you get to set, it's just easy. Yeah. It's just easy. And, everything he is just as happy to be there on day one as he was you know a few months later when i came to do another scene yeah same energy the crew was also equally happy to be there um so i think all that translates to what you see yeah on screen you know is all of that stuff that alexander Payne was able to bring together and then those three central performances yeah I mean, Paul Giamatti is probably one of the best actors I've ever worked with. Alive. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he has such an ease. It's enviable how easy he is Mm -hmm. in front of the camera. And he doesn't miss a beat. And he's also highly directable. And so, you know, he changes. And he and Alexander just had this shorthand. And then you have this kid who's never really done anything. Yeah. You know, who kind of somehow is because of Alexander and Paul, just this miraculous find. Mm. And then you have Dave vine who was oh, just God. unbelievable, incredible. you know? So to come in there and be just a little supporting part of that, I knew that they, watching other Alexander's other movies that he was going to treat my character with the same amount of care mm. that he treated those three. Yeah. And it comes across. And he was so lovely. Like even during editing, I would get these texts from him, editing, you're so great. And I was like, really? It's like, (laughs) I don't even remember what I did, you know? And, and then the fact that it has come out and really just struck a chord with so many people has been such a surprise and a delight.
1: Well, my last question for you is you had two roles early in your career that as a queer person, I think was actually very important. And you were both with trans America being the sister of the trans woman struggling and in true blood being sort of the complicated ally friend of a queer character you work with in a show that every every queer person has that either sister who is sort of the only ally in the house or the friend, the coworker who you shouldn't get along with, but you do in a weird way. And mm-hmm. it's, you played it so, so beautifully. And I feel like oftentimes, you know, actors get the great praise for sort of being the meaty role of of the the playing the trans character playing the queer character all these things but for me i saw you in those shows and though that film and the show and i thought that's such a hard balance to walk because you're supporting this person but at the same time you're also sending the message that the people watching the movie should be doing that to the people in their lives they should be treating you know and it it, yeah. uh, it was such an impact, I think, or so early in your career, which is why I'm still such a big fan of yours. I wanted to know if, if people still talk to you about those projects and if people have that reaction with you.
0: Well, that, that's lovely to hear that. My thank you so much for, for saying that, you know, cause when you're, when you're somebody who's, you know, a, you know, plays a lot of supporting roles happily, um, you, you you know, you often are just there to serve the story, like you said, or you know to serve the 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 characters that that the, the writers and the director are are really highlighting. But you know, if you don't have support around uh, uh, characters like that, the the structure falls apart. Yeah. it's it's very important to have mm-hmm. those things. and you you have really well written things like those were. Um, then your job as as the actor is to you know elevate that to uh, a place where it is you know holding the the whole point of the, the story up you know um and and I'm always happy to be trusted with that um you know when you I, I went to acting school for a really long time you know and and you you they teach us things you know they, te- yeah. they, they teach you how to flesh out, act- you know, you need to be able to flesh out a a role that has one scene or five lines, even yeah. as well as you do something that you're on from top to bottom. And uh, True Blood people definitely uh, still come up to me all the time, and that that show it keeps finding a new audience. Yep. Um. They they you know they they'll release it on an, I think they just released it on another platform maybe, and mm-hmm. that's so. maybe. Yeah. And so, you know, I think more people are, are discovering it and, you know, that show, that show had, you know, had such a strong message about any disenfranchised group of people trying to Mm -hmm. fight for their rights. Yeah. And at the same time, it was also existing as, you know, a fun vampire show, like popcorn for adults. Right. So you had, and I thought that that was wonderful, a wonderful way to deliver a message in a way that wasn't dogmatic. Yeah. And uh, Transamerica was pretty revolutionary it at the time.
1: Changed me. Changed me. It
0: was incredible. You know? Yeah. And it's fascinating too, because like now um, I would be fascinated to see if they made that movie now, you know, yeah. like who would play that role? Yeah. Because it would be, you know, it it wouldn't be, it wouldn't, it would be a trans yes. woman. Yeah. And that would be thrilling to see that. Um, But not that Felicity was, she was amazing. Yeah. But just to, just to show that, we've we've come we've come a long way with a long long way to go exactly but um I do feel like you know movies like that have the potential to mm-hmm. change the world storytelling has this potential and does change the world
1: definitely because definitely. it
0: changes how we see things definitely. and you know I like I like being a part of things like that
1: yeah well Carrie thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me I really do appreciate it
0: It was my pleasure. It was a really great
1: conversation. I'm so excited for the show. So excited. Thank you. Will you be watching? Let me know. I'm HL and Scott on everything and consider leaving a little rating and review wherever you're listening to this podcast. It really, really, really does help me out. For the latest news and podcasts, head to Newsweek.com and follow Newsweek on all the socials. And while you're there, subscribe to my newsletter for The Culture. Until then, watch something fun and have a great day.